Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. So how important do you think it is that you and your SO belong to the same house at Hogwarts? Day Shipping, the show where a gang of pop culture obsessives use their feelings about fictional characters to fuel a discussion of IRL relationships. I'm Colin Morris. I'm Patrick Ellers. I'm Ryan Mogi. And I'm Kelly Nugent. And if you guys are wondering, Colin's middle initial is J. Ryan's middle initial is E. And Patrick's middle initial is also J. Colin, you have to say what my middle initial is. Do you I know? feel like it's an L. No. Is it, what uh, the? We lucked out. We lucked out. Ryan, we got to name our own middle initials. <laughs> I yes. started that trend myself. <laughs> it's okay. Kelly K. Mm-hmm. Okay. Kelly K. It's okay. So are we assuming that you are actually attending Hogwarts? Yeah, this is a great question. It's very important. Or is it like real world just you are taking the test on Pottermore? Which is it? I'm basing this off of a Pottermore test that the four of us all took mm. together recently. Yes. Uh, and we found a, a Ravenclaw, few Huffs, and a Slytherin in the group. And I was thinking, well, our dynamic works so well. It does. But uh, we, none of us are romantically involved with each other. Well, I guess that's the question. Unless then. you want to count this show. As us I being mean, it's a, okay. I see what you're saying. <laughs> There's a <laughs> romantic element to what we're doing. Yeah. But I wouldn't characterize it as a romance I mean, if i have to say anything i'm gonna say you're being willfully obtuse <laughs> thank you see this is how a slytherin and a hufflepuff could get along god i hate it so much <laughs> ah, i feel so powerful <laughs> um i mean i don't think you have to be in the same i think you have to be in congruent okay what houses. are in congruent houses i think that a hufflepuff and a slytherin that hufflepuff is abused Okay. Oh shit! <laughs> You're not with a Hufflepuff. No, I'm with a Slytherin. Exactly. I think Slytherins won't respect their partner if they're with a Hufflepuff. Who can a Slytherin be with other than other Slytherin? Ravenclaw, maybe. Maybe I, I would say a Gryffindor. I think they could. Really? Yeah, I think yeah. it would be hot at, with a, a Gryffindor. 
Yeah. Because yeah. they're Here's not the always going to agree. It would be like, hot, but it wouldn't be a good relationship. Here's the thing. It it's be. great ground for a fanfic. <laughs> That's what it is. That's You're right. I think they belong with Slytherins or Ravenclaws. There needs to be a level of like emotionless Robotery. Okay. Well, yeah, then. robotery is one take. Mm. I was thinking more like not getting steeped in some bullshit feeling stuff. Mm. Like you need to be able to like get things done. Okay. Well, as the person who's always steeped in bullshit feeling <laughs> stuff, uh, yes, one of the two huffs at the table. Oh, I hate it so much. Well, Patrick, why are you, you so upset it, like, about it? You're tough. like a nice. You're like a nice guy that people like. like. I don't want to be a Hufflepuff. <laughs> Here's the thing. I do think Hufflepuffs are good people, though, and they are valuable i don't sure, know they're, they're great. great little pawns for you Two to move them. around on your chessboard no. you evil snake <laughs> that's something you have to concede that no, like okay. no i'll concede that a hufflepuff is a good person and no. is valuable i would say like trustworthy you know they have your back they're loyal they're good people like i think i don't know like i i don't think i don't think any of the houses are bad i don't think any of them are better or worse than the others except i do think that southerners are the best but <laughs> I mean, it's Reed pretty good. Yeah, I would say they're easily the worst. <laughs> they're they don't. They're the most selfish. They are. They, they care do about what must be done to in order equate, to survive. To get power like for themselves. Gryffindors are the same, uh, but they justify it in different ways. They cloak it in some mm, bullshit but, martyrdom, which yes. is just annoying and insufferable. Yes, I'm not a huge fan <laughs> of either of those houses, to be honest. Interesting. Um, I think I think Gryffindors and uh, Slytherins are both really only looking out for themselves. Gryffindors are less honest about how um, self-involved they are. I think that's interesting, but I think in the end, the world benefits from Gryffindors more than they benefit from Slytherins. So, yeah, yes, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. maybe the Gryffindors are being less honest, but they're they are ultimately. Sure. Their behavior is better. They're a net and, good. Right. And, and yeah. justifying the, the means sort of thing. Well, I mean, again, Slytherin I'm not are, one, but... Are, are ultimately, like, within the fiction of Harry Potter, they're ultimately, like, white supremacists, right? I think they're well, more like capitalists. Um, mm. I mean, no, because, like, they, they they're really They're about the purity to, of the They're about bloodline. the purity of the bloodline and stuff. Oh. And, but not all of... Not all Slytherins. Hashtag yeah. not all Slytherins. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. Maybe are all white people Slytherins? Then I wouldn't even really be one. Yeah. So, you're <laughs> so the, the whole thing one. breaks down. I'm a mud <laughs> Guys, I think this actually transitions pretty nicely into our main topic for the day, yes. which is Nemi ships. Yeah. Nemesis ships. Hit us oh. with the death for that. What exactly is going on here? Well, so I think we need to talk about it a little bit mm-hmm. because, uh, so like, generally the nemesis ship is when there are enemies, diametrically opposed enemies that we would like to see together. But I, I want to I wanna ask the question of, like, what it takes for someone to be someone else's nemesis. Like, is just regular enemy enough? Or, like, do they need to be... What they, I feel like there have to be more rules attached to, like, make someone an actual nemesis and not just, like, a common enemy. I well, agree. I think it's a, a level of intensity, um, emotional involvement, passion that mm-hmm. sort of ele- mm-hmm. elevates you to nemesis, which is why it's so interesting with the nemesis ships, because I think... I think that's also kind of the things that make like a sexy relationship is a level mm-hmm. of passion, emotional involvement, sort of like time spent thinking and dwelling on this enemy. You could also spend thinking about someone that you love. Right. Yeah. I what? think part of what makes someone a nemesis rather than just an enemy is that your goals are diametrically opposed. 
So an enemy is someone who maybe has conflicting goals with you. So if we're going to say Batman, anyone's robbing a bank is going is going to be a villain for Batman. It's going to be against Batman. Right. But Batman isn't primarily trying to protect the money in the bank and the person's trying to take the money. Right. Whereas Batman is about order and Joker is about destroying the sense of order. That's what makes them. So they have to be on opposite ends of the same spectrum. But like it's it's that one straight line that they have to share in order to be nemeses. I yeah. think so. Well, and also then when you have like a fandom perhaps that isn't so much like mapped linearly, mm-hmm. like sometimes there is that like personal hatred that they have mm-hmm. for each other oh, that then is like, this thing, I mean, this is going to lead into mine, mm-hmm. which is I have like two. And one is like if we're going strict, strict, strict nemeses, it would be Draco and Harry Potter, mm-hmm. which is right. like they are nemeses. And they are probably what you'll find most popular in like nemes, yeah. nemes ships in, on any fan fiction. Ne- nemes slash yeah. ships. Yes. Yeah. And then as a backup, if you're going to have a wider range, I'd say Hermione and Draco, which is the same thing. Although a little bit weirdly tinged because he's like pure blood and she's. I kind of like that better. I like it better because then there's more to like, oh God, like what am I? uh, My morals are being, you're so sexy and hot that like now I'm realizing that I'm just being a dumb racist and now what am I? Mm. I do like that. And like maybe I've read some of that fanfic. Maybe that's clear (laughs) from what I'm saying. But I think both of those two, if you're going strict nemesis, Harry and Draco, which is a very like, we both stand. For something like Harry stands for as a mm-hmm. beacon of good, and Draco is something that like the the soul eaters, mm-hmm. death called? eaters, death eaters, yeah. that the death eaters are like really relying on him as this like necessary thing to push their uh, their like sure. evil plan he's, forward. He's yeah. he's like the child pawn in the same way that Harry is for mm-hmm. the other side, right? And even if you just look at them physically, like one has like white blonde hair and one has black hair, and then so yeah. it's very like one has eyes that work. Yeah, one has eyes that work. One has a perfect, beautiful physique. The other has a scar on his forehead. Has a scar on his forehead. <laughs> Wait a minute, hold on. <laughs> Which of these children, remember, has a perfect physique? Okay, uh, I'm sorry, I'm but sorry. between eight, Tom no. Felton had a perfect physique from birth. Yeah, we okay, didn't Tom see it, but Felton? you can see it underneath that robe. Okay, when you when you mm. tuned out between HP, I want to say five and mm-hmm. HP six. Oh my! You were like, oh my goo! Someone grew up. Oh my goo! I mean, it was Neville. Okay, first of all, Neville, <laughs> Woo! he's fine, but he's no one's nemesis. He, right, he's too sweet, he's say, too yeah, sweet to be anyone's nemesis. He's too sweet to be a nemesis. Also, okay. how does he end up in Gryffindor? Isn't, isn't he, he's, he's given the option to... He's got the option, yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he gets he the option to be it. Puff, yeah. Because he's, he's like Patrick. Oh, wants so badly he to be a Puff. He doesn't want to be a Puff. I don't want to be a Puff. <laughs> I hate him too much. It's okay. Listen, um, you're valuable. Okay. Oh, I cannot wait to use you to... Part of what I like about that ship, though I don't know that I ship it super hard, but that I like about that them interacting Harry is Draco. that Harry Draco mm-hmm. is that J.K. Rowling wrote Draco at least when he was younger and even when he was older, fairly sympathetically, even though he was doing horrible things. Like he was still written as a mm-hmm. child who has horribly racist parents doing mm-hmm. doing shitty things to someone instead of um, someone who's like born evil or something. Yeah, I agree. Like, so you you see that he could be redeemed. Yeah. He kind of isn't really. Not really. He's Not. just like sad in the he's end. Sad. He's sad. Like I mean, pathetic, he lives. He's pathetic. He's pathetic. He marries What's-Her-Face. Yeah. And they have kids. And Wait, then, what's whose face? I forget who. Uh, Pansy, I believe. Pansy Parkinson. Oh, see, and then they have uh, Scorpi? No. Scorpius? Is that their kid? Okay, here's the thing. I can't I tell read Scorpius. I the Course Child. The okay. Course Child, but I can't remember. I can't remember if that's from like, um, like one of those. 
No, fan Scorpius where he is has real. To because Mary Hermione. Oh, no, okay, okay. Here's a, here's the thing, and there is fanfic of this, but Scorpius is Draco's kid, and Rose is Ron and Hermione's kid. Interesting. And in the jump forward, they have like a moment. Not, Interesting. It's the, not the sexy if you moment? aren't a shipper. If you're a shipper, you read that moment, you're like, oh, there's gonna be some <laughs> stories about these. <laughs> you're just like a regular person. You don't even remember. Right. Um. And then I think they're in the book. I'm trying to remember. I read The Cursed Child and I don't remember like anything about it. Mm-hmm. I remember like everybody's older. Yeah. The kids are running around. So you read like the back of the book? No, or? I read the I okay. sat in my car and read the whole book in the parking lot of Target. Nice. <laughs> like I didn't even get home before I finished the book and I don't remember it. But I read it. Yeah. I swear. Did you read it? No. I know. I I keep it? I keep my HP love alive through fanfic, guys. Um, Hermione's my main character. That's responsible, I think. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what's great about this is not off topic, but what's great about the cursed child of what I remember <laughs> is that they fill in a plot hole introduced in the third book, which is the time turner, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. they could fix everything with a time turner. Mm. But all the time turners were smashed, right? Well, but she has. I yeah, mean, she, Hermione she has, has one. one. Okay. So, like, what? How do they fix it? Do we care about spoilers? Um, it's been hidden. Then one of the kid gets it and tries to go back in time and fix cool. stuff. <laughs> Great. Um, Great. So that he, here's an interesting part of the Nema ships. I feel like they are often a uh, like fan ships, right, and not actually appearing in in the work itself. Ooh, um, a canon and, one would be interesting, right? A mm-hmm. canon one would be interesting. Also, one that is not slash. Like I feel like we're yeah. gonna come up with a lot of. Uh, gay ships for characters who aren't canonically gay, mm-hmm. right? Yes, I think that's true, but that's partially because there's not a lot of mm-hmm. men with female nemeses, mm-hmm. right? That or, makes the dynamic yeah. weird, or yeah, or the other or way women with male nemeses. I think. Did you guys ever watch Smallville? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love. Smallville. It was a weird show. I mean, it was good, whatever. Uh, but it was. <laughs> Weird in that it was nemeses before their nemeses as friends. Mm-hmm. But also, it was very coded that maybe they were in love with each other. Yeah. It was Clark aggra- and aggressive. Clark and Lex. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there was also, La- like, Lana was around. Uh, yeah. But, but like, it was very coded. And I wonder if that show came out now, if they would have just gotten rid of the code and just had the two of them, like, making out in the barn. Oh, that's I th- interesting. I think that would make it more interesting. I think if it came out as like a short film, you don't think the CW? Would, that I feel the like four the CW of us directed. Yeah, you don't um, think the CW would do that? I don't, well, I don't see not, the CW doing that. To be honest, I mean, like with Riverdale, uh, CW does have like openly gay, like main ish characters, yeah. but I still feel like it's not. Well, and Ar- Archie is a different source material than DC Comics, mm-hmm. right? right? And yeah. right now, DC Comics, I should—I wasn't thinking about how they have like a whole indust- industry yeah. right now in CW, right? And they're well, walking and, and, like the razor's edge right now of whether is DC movies cool or not. Like, I'm sorry, uh, DC, I feel like is uh, on the brink of either destruction or like blowing up and being cool. Right, but cool or not, I feel like uh, gay subtext or supertext in uh, DC Comics or DC anything is like a super low right now. Historic yes. lows. Yeah. Um, you know, like uh, Batwoman has been marginalized in the comics mm-hmm. and um, the Renee Montoya question is now like totally out of continuity. So like a- anything that was like cool and queer in DC is quietly taking a back seat. Mm. Um, 
So I wouldn't look to like a new reincarnation of Smallville or mm-hmm. like the Lex Clark relationship to give us any of that kind of ship. Right. And Flex. would you say that's? I mean, my my <laughs> argument is that that's because DC is afraid to do openly queer things because they're depending on money from middle America and markets that may not want to see that in order to put them over. I, I mean, on, honestly, I, I place it less on uh, middle America and more on the sort of like stereotypical view of like the comic shop, uh, you know, a customer like, like the, the white yes male gatekeeper yeah exactly and i think there's a lot of that that dc is uh, appealing to with their more recent publishing initiatives and in the movies um and even in like the the cw tv shows Mm -hmm. how would you like to look five years younger in a clinical study people that had volume added with juvederm voluma xc in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. They're not really taking too many risks or even featuring too many like female characters. I guess like no. Supergirl is a thing. Yeah, Supergirl has her own show. I mean, they're supporting female characters in The Flash. Um, you know, Arrow has female characters but it's never yeah i mean the shows are mostly built around men yeah mm. and and there's certainly in terms of villains i mean i don't watch those shows every week but i don't think the major villains are women either right there was kind of a it was a few years ago i guess but uh at this point but there was sort of a high profile lesbian uh storyline in gotham who were those characters? You guys remember that? I have never watched that Gotham. show. Yeah. No, I stopped watching Gotham after the first episode. It, it was like a, it was sort of like a side story, like a okay. B or a C story where like it's revealed in season two that one of these characters that you've been following has a secret lesbian relationship. 
and that's that's DC Universe and the mainstream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, sorry, I don't, I can't speak to it. No, I can't yeah. really either because it's been a minute. But um, <laughs> yeah, I feel bad because my nemesis ship is also a slash, slash ship. I mean, well, what what is? Let's let's hear it. I, I want to talk it about is, it. Is because I spend a good amount of time thinking about Archie comics, mm. <laughs> and so. And one of my favorite things that never happens, but I always want to happen, is a redemption of Reggie Mantle. Okay. Because I think mm. he he really just wants friends, and nobody wants to be his friend. And the only way he knows how to behave is like a monster. Mm-hmm. And then he acts like a monster to get people to pay attention to him, and then only gets people to hate him more. But he has nothing else, because he's worried that all his insides are just a blank hole. <laughs> Whereas like Jughead effortlessly is just awesome. He just is himself all the time. Mm-hmm. He knows there's. He's never worried about what other people think. At, I mean, the 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 TV show is a little. Uh, Riverdale is a much is more um, right. It's a, Riverdale's a, a different beast. Yeah, it's a different yeah. beast. But like Jughead, just like walks into a room being Jughead. He he wakes up being. Jughead. He knows he knows no other way. Yes. to be right. Whereas Reggie is constantly pretending, like putting up a front and yes. like being tough. Mm-hmm. And so that's your ship is Reggie and and Jughead. and Jughead. That's pretty good. I like that. I think that's pretty good. I yeah. like the idea of. Reggie cracking mm-hmm. the facade mm-hmm. a little bit and Jughead not shifting his behavior in yeah. response, which is like a nice payoff. Yeah. Yeah, like under a willow tree in the moonlight mm-hmm. is what yeah. I'm picturing. Ooh. I also nice. like I also like Reggie and Betty, but they're not nemesis because Betty would never have a nemesis. Because she's too nice. Yeah. Interesting. Well, but I mean But maybe but what about Veronica, yeah. But you know I don't like when they're fighting. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they are. I mean, like historically, but they, they are, are nemeses, rivals for right? sure. But it doesn't like I like them as friends, but like a ship doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, I don't think that they unless it's. I mean, here's the thing: if some writer, especially uh, if a like a non straight writer wanted to like a if a queer writer wanted sure. to write Betty and Veronica are mm-hmm. in love fuck Archie like let's have our life right give me a Noel Stevenson give yes. me a, a, a Mark uh, Andreco yeah I'm yeah. in give me that book I will read that book right now like if that biker book is actually about them falling in love what and, biker book are you there's a about? new biker series about Betty and Veronica coming out I'm so honored <laughs> <laughs> so like if that's about them being in love I'm in mm-hmm. but that's not like typical canon Betty and Veronica yeah um, did you have a nemesis? I do, and I think it's the the greatest love story ever told. Um, Romeo and Juliet. No. Um, uh, although oh, they sort Kate of are and, nemesis. Kate nemeses. and Jack from Titanic. Mm, uh, no, I don't know. That Kate they're and ever... Leopold from the Meg Ryan. Uh... I want to hear one more Kate Jackman. pitch. <laughs> uh, Kate. John okay. and Kate plus eight. Yes, <laughs> it was John and Kate plus eight. No, uh, I hope those two get back together. <laughs> oh my god, that was the meanest thing what? you've ever yeah, said. To Kate, to specifically. All, or to the eight, to or the eight, the eight. Those eight deserve better. Charles Xavier and Magneto. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, Professor X and Magneto. Again, it's another slash ship. Mm-hmm. Um, but like for me, these are like they're on the same line, right? Yeah. They're on the same spectrum. Yeah. They have the same goal of like mutant equality, or like how do mutants exist in the world of human beings and they just have totally opposite ways of approaching it um and like it makes one of them kind of a monster and the other one you know a sensitive schoolmaster but then kind of a monster sometimes too absolutely yeah i mean because xavier gets in people's heads Mm -hmm. and like controls Mm -hmm. them um but like they're such old friends and like they've been 
like they're the two people that have been dealing with this the longest, mm-hmm. right? And just like for them to find peace with each other would be, I don't know, that would make my heart yeah so yeah. warm. Mm-hmm. I do. I love that, and I also love that because they both ultimately want the same thing, mm-hmm. but the means are so different that makes them even more opposed than, let's say, like. Xavier and like the Weapon X dude or something. Yeah. Right. right. Or it's like any like because there there are a bunch of like, you know, you could do like Wolverine and Sabretooth where it's like they're similar, but, you know, like it's it's not quite the same. Yeah. Like as the people that like are like the fathers of the of Mm -hmm. their ideologies. Well, and it adds this level of frustration that I think can transfer into sexual frustration that they both want morally the exact same thing. But their means of obtaining it are mm-hmm. completely different. Yeah. And that's like, it's one of those situations where you have to look at this other person and like, why doesn't this work? Yeah. Like, yeah. we both want this so badly. Why can't we just get together and make it happen? And for whatever reason, it won't. And that's like so potent in yeah. a relationship. Yeah. It's interesting because we haven't really talked about like hate fucking or anything mm. in this. We've really talked about people like, I, I feel like the the Harry Draco relationship is a hate fuck fantasy, oh, right? Me, yeah, and also like it's not you, about Draco like dismantling his personality and realizing well, that he's broken. Here's and the thing: vulnerability. Well, I will tell you, it's it's for both Draco Harry and Draco Hermione, where it starts out as hate fucking because mm-hmm. they're both like you're so despicable, I fucking hate you. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then it's like, oh my god, like you really want to hate fuck again? Like we have like class or something. <laughs> and then it's like, oh my god, actually, like now I can't stop thinking about you. Yeah, why am I thinking this way? I usually hate people like you. What? I guess I should really think about this. My whole world is crumbling and I have no one. No, it's okay. You have me. And then it turns into love. Yeah. yeah. But it definitely starts with hate fucking. Okay. What about uh, Wolverine and Scott Summers? Nah. Wolverine. No chemistry. <laughs> yeah, no, no chemistry. I don't, I don't want to see Dude. them kiss on the mouth or on the neck or well, they, anything. But they, no. they're nemesis they are. I mean, they, they are competitors based for on their, Jean's affection. Oh, okay. Exactly. But I, okay, but if Jean yeah. didn't exist, Wolverine would still hate Cyclops. Yeah. I don't know that he would even pay Cyclops any mind. I think he would. Well, Cyclops would hate him. They're <laughs> very Cyclops would hate him. I think also because they don't want the same thing. That's like, right. They're mm-hmm. just. Besides He wants Jean. to be alone. Right. Yes. But I think like Wolverine wants to be his own thing. Mm-hmm. And Scott wants to be the leader of the X-Men. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't know. Doesn't yeah. so much work. Colin, did you have one? I do. And uh, it was laid out a few years ago in um, Death of the Family, uh, Scott Snyder's Batman yes. run. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we did touch on it briefly, but Batman and the Joker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the Joker pretty much explicitly says in these books during one, like the sort of climax of them doing battle, that they're two pieces of a puzzle and that neither of them can exist without each other and that they're in love with each other. Well, so, and like kind of the, the crux of Joker's argument there is like, I give your crusade meaning Mm -hmm. like with, without me to be this like ultimate agent of chaos, um, Batman doesn't mean enough. Exactly. Um, It would be, it would be like one of the, uh, the faux Batman that you see in like the Christopher Nolan movie. Uh, Oh, sure. The, Wearing hockey pads. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It would, like it wouldn't mean what it means without the mm-hmm. stakes of having someone like the Joker running around Gotham. 
Well, they also like have an ownership over the identity of the other, Mm -hmm. which Mm -hmm. is like, I think, interesting in like trying to wrestle that from the other and probably results in some like. Yeah, but I'll be completely honest. Yes, you nailed it. The real reason why I ship that (laughs) is for the hate fucking. Oh, my God. It would be it would be insane. It would be. There would be bombs involved. And Joker would be Mm. like flippy flopping all around. He'd be like, he's so limber. I don't know. He like is so limber. (laughs) <laughs> pulling like chattering teeth out of places where they don't belong <laughs> no! It would no it would be nightmare nightmare but kind of hot that's all i'm kinda saying oh, and harley kinda quinn hot. is there with a polaroid oh, camera no. <gasps> who uh okay let's do this right now okay from people who have played batman and the joker you can cast anyone okay. who's played either of those roles mm-hmm. who are your batman and joker hate fucking each other and I, we can we can okay. uh, go throughout time here if we need to be like throughout time. If you want to say like Ben Affleck now you can say and Caesar Romero, one. that's fine. Oh okay. well, yeah, okay. Okay. I was hoping that that was true. Okay. <laughs> I already was like, yeah, we can mix okay. and match these. Um, I would say uh, Heath Ledger and Val Kilmer. Whoa, <laughs> interesting. There, Ryan did not care for that. Uh, I was really I shocked. I couldn't believe that happened. I can't believe it didn't happen. I think. Clooney Nicholson, right? Here's I love Nicholson. Uh, Nichols, here's the thing. Nicholson's Joker is too close to Nicholson's Nicholson. And I don't <laughs> think he's probably that good in the sack. I think he's That's lazy. A great point. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to say this is going to be kind of weird because it's not in the movie universe. Mm. Mark Hamill's yes. Joker. Oh. That boy. Wait, with who? Uh, Bale? Nah. <laughs> I don't know. I've got. A, I think Keaton could. I, I like Keaton. He's pretty, Keaton Hamill. I, I do like Keaton Hamill. Keaton Hamill, because that voice, and I also mean, the animation of that guy. He's like more exciting. Yeah. yeah. I mean, or Ke- I think Keaton Ledger could be interesting over Val, huh? Over. Are yeah. I, what is happening? <laughs> okay. What What about Mark Hamill uh-huh. and Will Arnett? Lego Batman. Interesting. Uh, I feel like there's like <laughs> there's something there's like, like a logistics problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, mean, I don't. I They're I both guess voice acting their parts. Right. I sure. think I would want to see oh. it, but only like <clears throat> Kelly said for to see the logistics <sighs> play out. Because no, my question what... is, wait, but how? Yeah, That's when you're like, saying like, they're both voice acting, now I just picture <laughs> getting an email that I'm not really a pay- paying attention to. I open it and there's an MP3 file. <laughs> <laughs> just the audio. Well, how many more Star Wars movies is Mark Hamill going to do? I mean, maybe he'll be available to do our. Well, he's o- he's pretty much always available. Yeah, he's always yeah. available for Joker it's too. Like, he like do our fantasy league. I mean, honestly, if we're doing just voices, I want Conroy and uh, Hamill. Like Kevin Conroy mm. is my Batman. Mm. More uh, more than anyone else. And Hamill's yeah. your Joker. And Hamill's my Joker. Yeah. And you'd yeah, like to I watch their animated that. characters fuck. Yes. Yes, let's do it. Ugh. Let's do no, it. Oh, that gives me heaps. I don't like it. I don't like it. Uh, do we have a tweet? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I got one here. Yeah, can you pull um, that up? Yes. So, uh, at Micah J. Gordon asks, if you could uh, give your SO any mutant power, what would it be? Hmm. Now, is this a, a mutant power that you are giving them for their benefit or for your benefit? Well, I guess that says a lot about your relationship. Oh, so I pretty much it? just thought about it in a sexual way. 
Oh, and I was like, oh, this has to be something that will help your sex. Oh, I you're like have invisibility. Have so, so <laughs> <laughs> so you don't have to see that. Just creeping <laughs> in. Okay, but uh, that's awful. Maybe like, that's just a fantasy. No, maybe that's for a thing me. you like. Maybe you're like constantly like walking around with your legs spread open, being like, I hope nothing comes in. Yeah, here. no, I can, I can see being into that. <laughs> I can see someone being into like you that. just see like you just see like a little. Uh, oh. Depression on the edge of the bed. And, and then you're, you're like, like, uh-oh. What is that? Oh, is that a breeze or a knee? Mm, <laughs> but it'll knows? still be warm. Yeah, no, you can still tell it's a person. You'll, still tell you'll, you'll know. And hopefully there's only one invisible person living in your apartment. How would you know? <laughs> How would you know? How would you know? I think I would want them to have the power. Well, it's the same power I want. Is <laughs> the power to phase through time. Oh. Uh, and they can also take me. So that is a double power. It's, so you guys can go on little trips. Yep. You okay. can go like have lunch in Paris yeah. or like whatever. That's cool. Mm, That's go on, like, nice. go wait, on fun wait, dates. Wait, wait, wait. That through time though? Um, time, time or space. Because I was also thinking thing, like, like Blink's powers of like creating yeah. portals. Yeah, I think portal stressful. is good. Here's, are we in a super world? That's the other question. Because if we're in a super world, I might want protective powers. Because because there's going to be a mutant registration so like a, act, a kitty thing, mm-hmm. or like a, yeah, because mm-hmm. people may be fighting all the time. Now, I would say if I could uh, just magically give myself a girlfriend, a girlfriend with superpowers, uh-huh. it would be Kitty Pride. But that yeah. has less to okay, do with her powers and just that. Yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah typical. Although, Whatever, <laughs> she's great. Yeah, she's great. She is she's great. wonderful. She is great. Intangibility is an interesting like wishing intangibility on your girlfriend is a weird. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you could just a, move through things. Yeah, and my first instinct was invisibility. So maybe, right. uh, yeah. Maybe you don't want a girlfriend. <laughs> Guys, to relationships. It's a creative podcast network. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.